0: Quit your job and get to work. An episode of This is Freedom brought to you by Irony. This conversation took place in a room owned by a company that prioritizes work culture. To protect their anonymity, I'm not going to say exactly what company I'm talking about, but as time goes on, it's going to become more and more obvious who I'm discussing. So watch the trends in the news. You'll, you'll, you'll learn about them soon enough. I had some key takeaways so come back to the housekeeping to hear what those takeaways are. I'm not going to say them now because I don't want to forcibly put any ideas into your mind. I want to see if you get to them the same way I got to them throughout the conversation. I invited Tex of No 9 to 5 Group because his brand has a point to make about the precious time we have alive and how we spend so much of that time on jobs. I have a job. Technically, I have three including one that I made up, but I would prefer to characterize it all as work. That's the important part. How often do you or someone you know go to work and get paid while doing things that don't classify as work? Check Reddit, take a smoke break, do both at the same time. You know, that's on the clock, right? Now, I contrast that to the freelance work that I do, where the more time I spend trying to get something done, the less money I make on average. Why is it that I have a route in my life where I can get paid more money to do less work? That's, that's not rhetorical. I could have set better rates. So I'm here with Teg Warch who is the, at this point in time, sole proprietor of the No 9 to 5 initiative, slash brand, slash company, slash?
1: Slash, it's, I guess it's more of a mindset. I think it's more of a mindset than the actual execution of things sometimes.
0: Okay. I am delighted to hear that it's like that. I like that it starts with the mindset and starts with the, the way that we feel about it and the way that we want to approach it, and then the brand is the, uh, the result of that. So this is Freedom. You are on the air. Welcome, and thank you, by the way. I know that you had a long day today, so I appreciate you coming out on a Friday evening. Of course. Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I did thought of everything I could to to make this worth your while, up to and including offering to pay for your parking, but you so politely decided, no, man, I get it for free. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be. You know, yeah, it's 2250, bro. Just hand it over. So the reason why I wanted to talk to you is because I found your No 9 to 5 initiative uh, interesting because since I started seeing it after we connected via background acting and I started following you on Instagram. It's something that's actually been on my mind a little bit because while I haven't had a 9-to-5 position for more than two months, which actually wasn't even that long ago, I think it was more the idea of having an issue with that form of structure, which I found to be very interesting because that form of structure is something that I've dealt with for a long time. I think of in school. School was the genesis of a nine to five. So it got a lot of people very young to be conditioned to go do something five days in a row. Maybe not necessarily nine, maybe not necessarily ending at five, but still uh, quite similar to that.
1: That routine daily, weekly, monthly.
0: uh, I'll first say that I was recently hired onto a different position. And initially we started off uh, nine to five and and I said, oh, I don't ever want to admit this to Tech because I don't ever want him to. I don't know if he, do you, like, do you like lose respect for people who are actually doing 9 out. to five? Uh, I didn't mind it, but I didn't love it. I found that in my life, I try to adapt to whatever's put in front of me. And this job was offered to me. Normally, I either look for a job or I had to make one up. So the idea that somebody reached out to me and offered me this job, I said, okay, whatever it is you got, I'll take And it didn't last long. Uh, We've already restructured it into a different thing anyways. But at least I got the chance to experience what a 9-to-5 is like. And I think that there's pros and cons to it. I'm not going to take a stance and say I'm anti-9-to-5. But what I really found was that day was a work day. It didn't matter if I had maybe an hour or two to kill when I got home. I used up my energy over the course of the day. By the time I got home, I would eat. I would maybe have some time to unwind, but I was basically getting myself ready together for the next day. It's true. And what I also found was interesting was that compared to the time that I've been freelancing, which is still going, I've been able to balance them both out, is that when I'm freelancing, everything that I do is paid work because I'm being paid to produce results. When I'm doing a nine to five job, I'm being paid to be there, but I am not clacking away on the keyboard for the entirety of it. I mean, there's breaks, but then there's also me getting up to use the washroom and maybe taking my time a little bit. There's me getting up to get a cup of coffee. There's me checking maybe checking Reddit or just seeing what's going on in the.
1: In school, every class you need a water break and a bathroom break. Mm-hmm.
0: And in some schools, they actually would just give a smoke break too. I know mean, I went to liberal school. <laughs> In the high school, I know I can't I can't substantiate oh, that. Okay, I okay. wouldn't be surprised if their schools that, that allowed that. Whoa. So I write into this is pod at protimemail.com and say hey yeah no they let us go for smokes. The it was a teacher's <laughs> idea. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. So before we get into when this, I'm going to call it an initiative just for the sake of me not having to uh, figure out uh, a different word each time based on context. But from when the initiative started uh, versus when you started having this in your mind, mm-hmm. when, what was that point?
1: The point of when the initiative started
0: no, no no before that like when did you start having these uh, ideas or this thought about having a problem about this particular structure okay so to go like
1: way back i guess growing up as a kid elementary school high school you, you just go through the, the formalities of what's brought to you and you just do it mm-hmm. i go to college all through this time my dad always said tech you have a passport Go to the States, travel the world. As you're 18, go out there, live your life, do things. He is not the nurturing type of person. He's like, Yeah, I love you, go live your life. So I always had this thing of, okay, like I can do whatever I want to do, but am I able to do whatever I want to do? So, like, is there an opportunity that's supposed to come slap me in the face, like a job offer to do something creative? Well, that's all I know. So. Automotive management, shout out to Georgian College, Automotive Business School of Canada. Second year doing the Georgian College auto show, I was standing there in the Lexus tent and I was looking around at my classmates and I'm like, your parents are rich, wealthy. Your parents have a dealership. You have a guaranteed job. You want to work in a dealership after school. And I look at myself and I'm like, but what am I doing here? My classmates, Tech, as long as you work hard, you'll, you'll get a good job. And I'm like, there is no way that I'm working this, quote unquote, hard in playing basketball and doing all these things. There's no way that all this is going to result is, oh, I'm a salesman at a dealership, or I now have to work my way up the next corporate ladder. Like, this just did not make sense. Mm. So my best friend now, Matt, Matthew Sham... Shout out, Matt Can style, you know, his fashion thing. <laughs> he just came by. We weren't even friends, really, at this time. He came by the auto show. He's just walking around, like, hey, Matt, how you doing at the Lexus 10? So I was just like, yeah, bro, like, this girl over here, she's doing that. That guy's doing this, and I'm just here. And he's like, tech, you just got to do something then. Like, yeah, Matt, like, I have these ideas, or maybe we could try this, or maybe we could try that. I don't know, like, ah, like, that would be kind of cool. Maybe we should just try it. But Matt... Till this day he always had this thing of don't think about what's gonna happen after you do it screw it just just do it like do it right now like why don't you do it right now and then I was like well well I don't know why I don't do it right now tech after you've done this show today let's go out to the house and let's start it I was like okay Matt chill like calm down that's not what people do I guess the I don't want to do this idea because the opportunity didn't slap me in the face Oh, dawned on me. It's not the opportunity that has to hit me in the face. It's the, yeah, I just need to go home and sit down and start writing things down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at that moment in time, we made this YouTube channel called DRLR. We started thinking about all these ideas and this elaborate scheme, this elaborate plan, all these things. We made some videos, made some attempted to make some motivational videos. Matt saw it going one direction. That wasn't really my thing. I saw it going another direction we ended up like breaking it off but it was that learning experience i guess we didn't realize would catapult us forward of if we went through all that effort just to make some dumb videos that we thought were so cool like we just learned yeah like if you just put the time into it there's your outcome so fast forward that okay we throw our first champagne christmas party And oh my gosh, we need to do something with this no nine to five thing. Hey guys, let's think about this. Let's think about that. Maybe nothing came of it right off the bat, but it's the principle of no, just buckle down, start writing things down, make an attempt to do one event or to take pictures of something or put out something. So then at least you can look back and say, well, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. I will never do that again. But now I start developing, oh, when I have an idea, the first step is write down your things, write down the action plan, find your resources, find the people who want to do it. And then now I'm in a place of any idea that I want. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, find the resources, find the people who want to be part of it. And p- people now see like, oh, tech, okay, he's doing something, he has this idea. Okay, well, let's just jump on board. Mm-hmm. So I had to, over the years, develop this new mentality i guess or exercise of when you have the idea or when you have the class assignment yeah you go home and you do the homework and you do the research and you present the product to the teacher okay well forget all that job school stuff now it's just have my idea write down my ideas and just start to execute one thing at a time but i guess that's where the whole no nine to five thing started of like I will not be putting in all this work to do something for someone else. But the whole brand ambassador world and all that work, coupled with college, I have a lot of hate for that industry now. So that that kind of took me forward. But now I'm now I'm getting emotional. I'm getting a little <laughs> heat in my head of like, yeah. Now I really know why I started this crap because all these managers out here trying to. You know, Make you do one thing, but you know what's wrong, so then you try to step out and do something else, and they see you as all oh, this guy's acting out of line. We can't have that. And you know, the common line that my uh, co workers tell me, Tech, you're not paid to think. And I'm like, What? But I'm not paid to be a, a cattle either. But I'm like, Wait a second, all these people doing these jobs, it's literally enough for them to show up to work, just do exactly what they're told. But to me, I'm not buying a house doing something that I'm told. I want to go to work and my employees come to work and they're like, wow, like we love working for this guy. He gives us so much autonomy. He gives us this ability to do this, 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 this. Like That's the environment I want to be around versus like you do your job and shut up and do your job. Like That's just not for me. So it's like getting a job or a day job or a nine to five or my Monday to Friday unless someone says tech we need you to come in here you're a creative director do whatever
0: you want and even then i still have to show up on monday so i'm still gonna be mad is it that look like on my table i have a i have a yearly journal and i get one of these every year because i really need it it helps me to just write things down and i find it very motivating to say i'll write a list of things that i need to do tomorrow and this will be the last thing i do before i go to bed sure and so when i wake up the next day i'm like okay, if I cross even half these off the list, that momentum will start. Would you say that even though you knew that you might come in and you might do work that's very close to what you want to do, was it that knowing that you're going to show up on the Mondays wasn't working for you? Yeah, because... It had nothing to do with the work itself. It's just the idea of this is where I'm going to be. Someone's telling me to be here.
1: Yes, that for some reason to me, it's the biggest lack of freedom because, well... Tequila, in. do you want to go to work on Monday? Well no, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing something that I do not want to do. My entire life, it's not that I grew up like in poverty, but there's always this mentality of you don't need to buy the most expensive thing. You just need to buy yourself like what works for you and just you can just get by. You don't need to buy all these fancy foods. you should just you know get craft dinner, like it'll feed you and you're fine. So there was a time when I was like, you know what, I had enough. I am tired of sleeping on mattresses and beds that aren't comfortable, that aren't big enough because I'm tall. I'm going to go and buy myself a mattress. That act alone was the biggest piece of freedom. Like, No, I'm going to spend the time to find a good mattress and put the money down and invest it in myself.
0: You're not kidding about your height, by the way. I was actually very worried letting you through the, the door. No, like, uh, I think he can clear this.
1: But. Yeah, like that, that was just a, this motivator of just a lifestyle change. Okay, I need to start doing things for me and not just to, to get by. But I forget, actually, there was a point to that story. What did you ask me before I started going on that? Were t- you
0: dreading coming in Monday just because it was a Monday and someone was telling you to be there? Okay, so yeah, it's
1: the fact of doing something that I actually want to do. So right now I'm doing a lot of video editing. Do I want to wake up Monday morning and go somewhere else to edit videos? Mm -hmm. No. However, I can put in 12 to 15 hour editing sessions in my house seven days straight. It's not the fact that Monday morning I'm not going to get up and work. I know when the stock market opens, time to do some options trading. You need to be there because something's going to go down. I have no problem getting up for that. So there's just impending doom of someone else is expecting me to show up somewhere. And if I don't get there, I will be punished. Mm-hmm. So the whole, I'm pretty sure in California, Google head office, they there is no time restraints on when you have to come into work. As long as you clock your eight hours, like you can do whatever you want, come in whenever you want. So just that freedom... I think that would work for my lifestyle a lot. However, do I want to apply and then get approved by some superior to get a job to which at any point in time they can say,
0: no, thank you, goodbye? So I saw a video about what the uh, work culture was like at Google. This was a number of years ago. However, I happen to think that it's only gone uphill from that (laughs) time. It tells me that Google isn't exactly bootstrapping it now compared to... I would say 10 years ago since I saw this video. And the thing was, in order to become a part of Google, that compartmentalization between work and life was gone. People had to make Google their life mm-hmm. because they had to get the most out of it. There was free food. There was a health club, all free, every, like every, every expense under the sun. And some people, they're having such a good time. They say, I don't even want to go home. I don't <laughs> even want to go back to my family. I just want to be here. Sometimes I imagine that lifestyle of just being uh, completely enmeshed in my work and that my life is now revolving around the work. I, there aren't very many things, though, that I would want to do that I would fully uh, throw myself into. One of the things that's helped me quite a bit is as much compartmentalization as I can get my hands on so that like when I, when I leave my, my shift job, well, I, I call it yob. It's, okay. a, it's a day job you kind of have to have. I call it a yob. Uh, when I leave my job, I don't want to think about it because I'm not being paid to think about it while I'm not there. I'm not being paid to answer emails while I'm not there. True. But it's very difficult to not do that because I'm invested in what I'm doing. Like I, I care about the success of the place if for no other reason than because I wanted to reflect highly on me afterwards. People can find me on LinkedIn, mm. you know, they're, my customers, they can look me up. So I, I have to be mindful of my actions while I'm there, even if I couldn't give a rat's ass about the company. And for the record, I do. But what I've also what I noticed with freelancing is that my, my life is enmeshed in that work. And it's manifested in a couple of different ways. Uh, one of them that I'm very happy about is that my clientele most of the time, they end up being somewhat personable with me, and we end up being friends. One of them has offered to compensate me in marijuana over money, <laughs> and I have never agreed to something so quickly in my life. So, and then we hang out and we have a good of time, course. and it's, it's all based off the work that I was that I was doing. Is it my favorite kind of work of all time? No. So it's the fact that it all points back to you,
1: whether it's relationships or the work. Or and all the time you put in, it's, okay, I am doing all of this. It's not, I'm showing up to a workplace. Mm-hmm. I put in all this time and well, who's to benefit the company structure, not a person, a company that I, I always tell people who have jobs, guys, let's go on vacation right now. Oh, I can't, I have to work. I can't go experience life. Well, if you were to die tomorrow, how long would it take until you are replaced? if they're going to replace you the next day i mean why are you refusing to go experience something for your life right now as if you can't get another job the next day if you need to
0: so i think that there is one uh, dividing factor which i don't want to dwell on because it's 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 a counterpoint that's not like for people who have kids now they're living for somebody else so there is that but i don't think we like i said i don't want to dive into that because those i think those conditions are just very different. So let's ignore that. And just for people who are uh, focused on their own well-being and their own decisions. Sure. So they're in a position and you're in, in most cases, you are accurate. People could be replaced pretty easily. I'm just using my own position. Right now, based off of the company structure, I could be replaced, but it wouldn't be easy because our company is young and there's a lot of rules that are being established and then being disestablished because those rules end up not working. So for somebody to come in, it would be very difficult for them to be able to orient themselves as easily as I could reorient as new rules are being uh, given to me and then old ones are being removed. It, It could be done but it's not common that I think people have that kind of leverage in their position. And when I say that, it's not a lot of leverage. Mm. I could be removed.
1: So why did you choose to take like, the job that you got so, instead of just freelance full-time, 100% invest in yourself?
0: Great question. So at the time before the job was offered, I was doing two things. I was doing background acting, which is how you and I met. Mm. And I was doing freelancing. And I was actively looking for more clients because I needed more. And also I wasn't really charging some of them very much. Uh, I should have charged them more, but you know,
1: whatever. Yeah, I'm at that stage right now where it's like, listen, if you want me to do work for you, I will not leave my house for this amount. Yeah, I think it's a lot, but as soon as you say, okay, it's like, wow, now I'm actually invested in you now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I need to pour more time into myself. Otherwise, sorry, like I'm not going to pour time into you.
0: Mm-hmm. So let me let me also say that my, my boss man, who's a very good person, who I actually do want to have on the show uh, later down the line, what he ended up doing was he gave me all day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and those are 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. And they're long hours. However, it allows me to get a solid chunk of work in over the course of the week and then I get the rest off. And that was him making an, an amendment to my lifestyle, which I very appreciate. The reason why I took the job was because of him. Uh, he's a dear friend of mine and we worked uh, together at a, pr- a previous position. And even though I didn't have that much of a reason to do spectacular because you know, I was replaceable, which is interesting because I actually thought I had a lot of leverage at that job and I didn't know mm-hmm for me, what was important was doing right by him. And that's, I think, one of the things that's kept me focused on trying to do a good job and all the jobs that I've had is that maybe the work itself wasn't that important. Maybe putting groceries up wasn't life fulfilling, but it was doing right by the other people because I don't know the full brunt of their experience. So there may be reasons why they are uh, highly dependent on this job. Maybe they have debts to pay off. Maybe they're in school. Maybe this is all they can get. This is all they can make time for. So I wanted to do right by them. And so yeah, to to, to answer your question, in the short run, is that T offered. I said oh, I had to think about it. Hmm. It would have been a huge adjustment for me, especially because at that time it was it had to be a nine to five. So. Well,
1: did you need this job?
0: That's like financially
1: speaking, like did you need this to keep? your sustainable life or was this job going to take to my you sustainable life
0: was not acceptable. Okay. I wasn't making enough in freelance to I would say upgrade to the lifestyle that I need to live. I don't podcast at home unless I do it uh electronically. sure Uh but it's podcasting needs to be done in person as much as possible. Mm. And so there was that I wasn't able to Imagine being somebody I I, I spend 10 years in podcasting and in, and in media, and I made it my mission to help other people have a voice. So imagine being in a house where I can't use my own. I have to be quiet, like halfway through the, the day. I can't be the night owl that I'm born and raised to, not sure. raised to be, but I'm, <laughs> that I'm inclined to be. So my, my lifestyle at home was keeping me from reaching the success that I know I'm capable of. So when he offered me this job, I and mean, there was a pretty sizable paycheck, and there's commission involved, and uh, I like him, and I and I like that the body of work that we're doing, I'm trying to keep it anonymous just because I don't want to throw sure. too much uh, too much away. I have some controversies associated with me. I didn't. Uh, I was I was actually really happy that he offered me the position. The only hard part was just making it work because the other stuff it didn't pay as much, but it was really important to me. Uh, The editing was something and the freelancing and the podcasting was something that I had built up for a long time. And what was important was, is something that I did something that I can say, I made this from scratch. I made up my, my business I made my model and I'm getting results. And if I stick to this, it's going to grow. And another thing that actually uh, turned out to be pretty well is that having this other massive chunk of time uh, that I would have to devote part of my week to helped me reprioritize some of the people that I was working with. I dropped to one of my biggest clients. Frankly, I made the least, but worked the most because he was one of the first people to trust in me. Hmm. And so if I was able to still handle the responsibility I would have, but I couldn't, I was starting to make mistakes and I said, okay, this is enough. He needs somebody else to do this job now. I, I told him off the bat, I don't know if I'm gonna be here forever. Because I, I do have some pretty uh, big ambitions, it, which is it was going to bring me to what I wanted to, to talk about. Because I think what everybody needs is some form of work. I think work is more important than just saying, do you have a job? Because I think there's some people whose needs are met.
1: Yeah, it's the purpose. It's like the wake up. I have something to do today that's going to fulfill that list of things that I'm crossing
0: off. Mm-hmm. So I'm going I'm to tell you something and maybe you can uh, help actually help me uh, understand why this is happening to me. But Sure. So my biggest ambition is to make a movie for the Legend of Zelda series. And I don't just mean a fan movie. I mean stamped by Nintendo that this is the real deal.
1: Okay. And I've
0: had the script for about... Are
1: there like TV shows of this right now?
0: There's, they're always trying to do something. Okay. But well, you want
1: the Marvel Zelda movie?
0: Yeah, I want to be like the Lego movie. Okay. And I've had the script on my computer for about seven years. I'm barely a tenth of the way done. This is this is my single greatest ambition. Uh, It's a thing that I live for, other than I don't know having kids someday. Uh, But what the the kids can wait. Yeah, there's a cut off (sighs) point, but yeah, what what is wrong with me? Why 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 is it? That at any given point, I can go on my computer and I can work on my single greatest ambition. I could have had it done by now. I could have had it done three times over. I could be on my seventh draft and Mm. I'm not. That is what drives me crazy. There's something about, and this worked for me in school. I hate it, but I have to admit that it works. Is that by creating that sense of fear and that sense of genuine consequence for not having done something, Mm. it got things done. And it worked for clients too. If clients needed something done on a certain day and I didn't get it done, there was real consequences. It would hurt my reputation.
1: Well, one thing that comes from, well, I noticed it like stemming from my forefathers and my uncle on my mom's side, they'll always have ideas. They'll always talk about the ideas, zero execution. So then I noticed, okay, growing up, I'll have my ideas. I learned in college, okay, it's about the execution but then i learned i have all these ideas i write them down this would be an amazing concept but it's the fact of sometimes talking about something that you want to do so much is enough like emotional Mm -hmm. pleasure in your mind that makes you feel like you're doing it Mm -hmm. because well yesterday you weren't talking about it today you are and it takes like whatever dopamine drug whatever's in your brain that makes it go makes you feel good Mm -hmm. um talking about it makes you feel happy okay go to bed the next day well now it's not about being happy now it's about the execution so that's the hard part if you're working on something for seven years and it's your biggest project like known to man well what's really stopping you from doing it oh i have a job oh, I have other things I'm working on. No, you don't. Quit your job. Quit the other things you're working on. Put your time and effort into that one thing. Josh, one of my my partner, um, business partner, projects take time. He said that in a sentence like, ah, you know, tech, oh, yeah, we should be working on this thing. I really want to do this too. Ah, you know, projects take time. Whatever, we went out to Jack Astros to eat. And then it kind of just like sat in my mind of like, yeah, projects take time. Why am I trying to rush doing those videos, doing that thing? Boom, 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 boom. I want 10 things on my portfolio. I want to be doing all like, no, like take the time to finish and complete that one thing. Because dad always said there's 7 billion people in the world. You can do whatever you want. Okay, well, there's 50 billion painters and there's a million carpenters. But if you are the ultimate craftsman carpenter, well, it takes that long at your craft to perfect that one project to show the world of carpenters. Look at this. This is your new benchmark. This is the flagship of carpentry. So, you know, seven years of writing this Zelda script, stop everything else, write the script. When it gets done, Because you put so much time and meticulous hours into it. Okay, now you're done. Project is finished. Now you can do the other things. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Oh, we got to eat. Oh, we have other expenses. Oh, this, oh, that. Yeah, I get it. Take your little one-two job here or there, wherever. The job comes up. You take the job. Hey, I'm making money. I'm making money. I started to tell myself, is this job buying me a house? Well, no. Is this job going to pay off all my bills tomorrow? Well, no. It is only making me survive well i can also put all this time and effort into my big projects that i'm trying to get this windfall profit from that also takes time so am i going to continue to live this mediocre i'm just getting by life and my projects aren't getting done or i'm putting all of my eggs in one basket being these projects i'm trying to do and the money and the bills can kind of go second hand that's the approach that i took so now Okay, a job comes out. Hey Tech, do you want to go do this liquor tasting? Do you want to show up and be a concierge this day or that day? Um, well, how much am I making? Honestly, I can make 200, 300 in the day. Ah, like there's something about it where it's like, I'll make a couple hundred bucks in that day. Yeah, okay, I need it. But also putting 12 hours into my big project to take myself forward is more important to me now. Yeah, I could pay my bill, but my bill is just gonna come again next month. Mm-hmm. So there's actually this uh oh, it's a screensaver on my phone. It said
0: If it's an image, we'll uh we'll put the image up in the show notes. I
1: saw this on Instagram. Well the first one that I saw was um you don't get paid for having ideas, you get paid for making them happen. <laughs> so the amount of times that I have all these ideas, it's like Wow, yeah, it's so sick, it's going to happen one day. Okay, well, you didn't do anything, so no, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to put the time in and get it done. But the real screensaver that's on my phone that really stood out to me was, like, it's seven years, Zelda. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyways. So when I heard that, I'm like, wait a second. Okay, yeah, you could give up on a dream, whatever. Try to always do it. You know, you think you're going to live on and on and on and on. But, like, don't stop it because the time it will take to accomplish it, the time will pass anyways. The way I see it is the bills are going to come back tomorrow and the next day and the next, and that's just a repetitive thing. But the one thing that's not going to keep coming back is my momentum and the energy I have towards my one topic or one project that i want to finish and the one thing that will disappear is my motivation to complete that project and then 10 years down the line oh i used to do this project or i was working on this idea Ah, It didn't really happen you know i ended up getting a job and well here i am it's like there's no creative freedom in that there's nothing in that that makes me happy in the same example as i said before about buying the mattress I just said, screw it, I'm gonna buy this freaking mattress, I'm gonna make myself happy, so every single day I go to sleep at night and I'm happy? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not going to take these basic jobs that come around to get the basic money just to survive. No, my happiness is I am going to create my own things and get my projects done so that my experience grows and grows and grows. This all stemmed from third year college, saw a video, Gary V. posted it. It's on my Facebook page. It's all on his page. I think he posts it every year around April. He says, I'm scared for the college kids around April every single year because when you're 22, 23 years old and they go into the world, it's a scary place. They don't know what they're doing. This is the time to take risks. This is the time to eat craft dinner in your college roommate's basement and just grind it out with all these ideas. So I'm like, yeah, that's right. I don't want to get a job. I'm going to take risks, take risks, take risks. Okay, so since I was what, 22, 23, 24, until now where I'm 26, all these years have gone by trying to take these risks. I have no money in my bank, so I'm just constantly investing every dollar I get into myself. But I just watched another Gary Vee video and he goes, You know what? I tell you guys, it's so hard to just grind it out and be an entrepreneur and keep pushing and pushing. You know, it would be kind of nice to get paid 300K a year. And you know, work a nine to five and have weekends off, and I'm like, what? Now you're saying it'd be
0: kind of nice to have a job. I'm like, what are? You? Do you worry that future you is going to end up talking yourself out of this? I wouldn't ask that if I didn't have that concern for myself. In fact, sure. Sometimes I think I think I already might have done that a little bit.
1: So, I think okay, this this May is the second year that no nine to five group has been a thing or since i've made the first instagram post the first couple months like my life is a roller coaster my mental strength is a roller coaster so i'd go through weeks okay i'm starting my own business we're moving forward we're going to you know make break boundaries we're going to make these websites and build these businesses the next week what the hell am i doing okay and then i would go on indeed.ca and search for automotive jobs <laughs> And then I'm like, what the heck? Manufacturing warehouses and all these things. I'm like, what the hell? I know I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay, so we go back to it creation, creation. Try to do this video edit or do this next project or take this idea or try to put time into something else. The next week comes by. Indeed.ca pulls up on my computer. Damn it. Okay, you just gotta find a job, I guess, you know, just make it work. And then those week by week, Roller coaster highs and lows turned into two weeks of positive, you know, a couple days of a low, and then a month of positive, and then like two weeks of a low. And then now it's at no, I'm buying my mattress that's going to make me happy. I am putting my efforts into these projects. Yes, I still have my lows, but now it's like, oh my gosh, I'm at a low. What the hell am I doing? I should get a job. But guess what, job world? I ain't getting nothing because I'm going to make this work. Now it's like a, there is no choice but to make it work. Mm -hmm. I'm turning 27 this year. One thing I'm so grateful for is I have no children. I have no other expenses. I can do whatever I want. Okay, I will not get a job. Tech, what do you want in life? I know what I don't want. I'm not getting a job. I will not. There is no creative freedom in it that I feel. Unless that opportunity smacked me in the face tech here's 100k you're gonna be our xyz director of whatever ah, okay like a hundred thousand okay i'll be able to do these things with my life but there's still this impending cloud just doom over my head of you need to show up to work monday yeah hmm. no no i'm not doing it but i'll put in 12 hours on my computer editing a video Oh, okay. So clearly it's not the workload that bothers me. It's the fact that someone is over my shoulder making sure that I'm doing something for them. Yeah, no. All of my ideas, my main goal is not to be running 10 different businesses. It's to build something from the ground up and hire Sally over there. You're my new GM for this thing. Run it. And then Sally goes to her husband and says, oh my gosh, I got some new job. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm like, yeah, wonderful. There's your there's your thing that you wanted. Go and I'll just go on to the next one.
0: I believe you when you say that this is what you're gonna do. I think at the present moment it's still a hypothetical. Um, so given that it's a hypothetical, would you then? How would you structure the job for her or the work for her?
1: Based on my mentality of, I just get it done by whatever means necessary and whatever I feel comfortable as. Like the way I always think of it as being a manager. You're hired because you have a certain skill and I trust you. As soon as I trust you, just get the job done. Check in with me weekly, just get it done. There is no, listen, you need to be here and do these reports and I'm on you to get this, 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 this. Because if I hired you for that thing, you already know that that has to get done. So you have that mental freedom of space of like, like it'll get done. Like you, you were pressuring yourself. I should not have to be over your shoulder to tell you how serious this is to be done, because then we are not on the same page. So I always wanted everyone at my round table to be the family of like, listen, we're all invested in this, but you have your role.
0: That's. I just wanted to say that's yeah. always been one of my favorite motifs is the knights of the round, the seat at the table of king Arthur, yeah, yeah. because they're at the table with the king. But at that table, they're all equal because they're all in the. Maybe King Arthur gets his own nice chair, but for the, for the most part, sure. they're all eating the same meal. Sure. You know, they're all sitting together. So.
1: And to me, I feel like in these creative endeavors that I've started or the business whatever's, it's more of... I find more pleasure sitting back in my chair, watching your minions, like, <laughs> all do their thing and just... But I'm silent. I'm just like, I'm at peace about it because I'm so proud that I was able to create something I'm, I'm proud that I was able to create the table for them to sit at, mm-hmm. that that's enough for me. I don't need to be on you do this, do that, do this, do that. Like, no, just like you guys are here, you know what needs to be done. And we are, yeah, we are equal. Mm-hmm. There is no higher power. Look, yeah, I'm still going to tell you what needs to get done. I'll still tell you like, listen, like this is the bar we have to hit, but all right, do your thing. I'll see you guys in a week. The fact that I give you that respect, that should be given back to me. Otherwise, okay, well, snip, fired. Like you know, these people want their job. I can still pass it onwards, but I don't know. We'll see when we get there.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that when uh, when ten years go by and this podcast is still around, <laughs> I hope that uh, you're you're able to look back on that and I get a positive reaction out of it.
1: Sure, but an interesting thing about so we just did our third annual champagne Christmas party this past December and some of the feedback that I got was tech y- like you're mean, you're rude, you're a dickhead, like we don't we don't want to work with you, we don't want to be around you. Like you're just negative. And then I have to sit back and I'm like, "Why am I like this? Is it because mm-hmm. I don't trust the people I'm working with? Is it because the th- things that i think are simple that i'm asking for in return aren't being brought up or is it because i'm just stern in my way of like hey guys we need to do this we need to do that okay yeah go do it okay so
0: let me interject there so i i gave you a breakdown of what's been my major problem with the script and sometimes when i get into this uh podcastiness i forget that i have like like a million points that are related to it that i don't want to get into sure uh, we'll save those for for another day. But when you when you answered and you said step one quit your job, I get the sentiment, and I believe that you're actually being objective and saying no. You actually got to quit your job, and you got to use that time and energy to do this thing that matter that means the world to you. Sure. So I believe you when you say that.
1: Contradictory to Gary VU, who says no work during the day, you go home and you grind it out, and until you can make enough money doing your grind, that's when you quit your job. Well, I just went full off the table. I said, nah, mm-hmm. I'm just going to grind it out, broke, eat, eat KD without the cheese because I can't afford the cheese and then just grind it out.
0: Mm-hmm. I, so I don't agree with the idea that I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. Sure. I see the value, but I've, d- I've done enough in my in my life to know that I can stand on my own virtues and my way of thinking and I don't need to be afraid that I'm doing everything wrong just because somebody else comes along and has a very different line of thinking sure so i, I know i happen I'm, to think that other people couldn't take that from you and they couldn't receive that and they couldn't process it sure and and that's their problem i mean
1: i still have a job well a contract-based work that i can take and get like when i please to get it it's not i mean i think the whole thing of when i say okay you know quit your job tomorrow perhaps it's not Physically do not show up for work, but perhaps it's a mentally checkout Mm -hmm. Sure, you're gonna show up and robotically do it to feed yourself and take care of your expenses and your family But your real work day starts when you go home Mm -hmm. and put the time into your affairs Versus going home being tired as soon as I start to think about going to work and I'm putting time into that This is my focus. I stopped going to the gym That was my number one priority at one time well what's going on here because i'm putting all this effort into my day job that i'm i'm too tired to put effort into things that actually matter to me later to me when you said zelda seven years and you're not done but then you say you could be finished all i think to myself is well what has stopped you from finishing is it the time that you're putting into other things or is it you're having your own mental creative block? Because those are two drastically completely different things. Mm-hmm. So,
0: to what degree was that rhetorical? There was one point that I that I did uh, bring up, which is just that I was conditioned to almost be afraid of not doing something. Sure, like, I was afraid to fail an assignment. I was afraid to not come into work. So,
1: like afraid of what? Like afraid? Well, of when just, we're talking about
0: school, it was it was afraid that not finishing an assignment. Well, actually one of the things that they did in school was uh, one of my teachers would actually publicly shame people if they didn't finish their assignment. They would have to go up to the front of the room and have the teacher uh, uh, write on the sheet of paper that it wasn't complete. So at a young age, the idea of being publicly shamed for not finishing something was effective. There was the idea that if we didn't do it, this was going to ruin the rest of our lives. If I didn't hold down this, the first job I got, if I didn't hold it down, it was gonna ruin my life if i didn't graduate school is going to ruin my life. To this day i still get nightmares about being in high school. I have this one recurring nightmare where i've missed one of my classes the entire year and there is zero hope of makeup. I can't even do the makeup assignments. There is no way i have i've been that negligent. Hmm. And nothing and i'm and the same thing happens to me every time, which is i realize why am i so worried about this? I graduated. And, and that, But I never realize that I'm, that I'm dreaming that thing happens, and it happens over and over and over again. So I'll give you the reasons why I think I, I haven't completed it. Um, some I think are valid, some not so much. Um, one of them is that over time I've gotten better as a writer, and I keep thinking that if I get better as a writer, I can produce a better result. Yep. Maybe if I finished a script six years ago, it would be a piece of garbage, and I would have to redo the whole thing anyways. Of
1: course. 100% agree. I'm doing a um, project right now, editing video, 175 hours I put into it. Well, I'm getting better along the way. So I'm like, damn it. Do I just restart this? I mean...
0: I've restarted stuff. And it, and every time I restarted, it ended up being better. I used to animate Flash when I was younger. And there were times where I would do an hour's worth of work. And then I would forget to save. And I'd have to do that hour's worth of work over. And it turns up, out better. it ended up being better. So the other reason... Let me just state them just to get them out of the way. Yes. There is, there is that. There is... I, mean, I have other... Things too. Like, I love podcasting. I love this. I love my, my hobbies. I love my, my pursuit in gaming. So, I'm pursuing other things that I can do. Incidentally, the, one of the other podcasts is that I wanted to make a Zelda podcast. And I've already got some episodes in the bank, so the release is imminent. And what I've done is I've always tried to keep in mind that every decision that I make is leading me back into this because I think realistically, I think the script, this
1: being what the
0: Zelda script, okay. I think realistically the script can be done in three months because I've been telling the story in my head. I've been writing quote unquote in my mind. I'm always telling the story to myself, but physically getting down on it, I think can take three months and if I continue to make decisions that uh, that build on my platform and I continue to build credibility, when the time comes, this isn't just another fan script. There is weight behind me. And then there's actually a much more realistic chance that I can get this into the hands of the people that need to see it.
1: Okay. That almost sounds like an excuse as to why it's been seven years. But that reasoning, you didn't have one year two year three years ago not at the start so that may be your reasoning now as to why it's taken so long but if seven years whoa you want to restart this project holy crap might take another seven years well no mm-hmm. if you can write it out in three months oh shoot now i need to write it out again and write it out again you can write it out four times in one year okay now that's productivity let's go like mm-hmm. but when you say it takes three months is that you're writing 12 hours a day or you're just at home in the evening before bed writing for two
0: hours. I think it would have to be a full commitment for that to be a realistic assessment. I would mean nothing else to do. None. And I'm not going to, it's not worth defending because uh, I don't have a good enough reason. They're all factors, I guess. Sure. But I, I, I think between the the sentiment of mentally put your mind where it needs to be and keep it there and know how important it is because you're right the dime is passing mm-hmm. that is not something i thought i was going to bring up today but holy <laughs> crap
1: of course of course it's just different thought processes like i don't know I, re- I think everything relates like if you want to write this script out and you have your reasons as to why it hasn't like, I think if, you, if it means enough to you, nothing else will matter. I mean, I've played sports since, I don't know, since you were yay high. All those years you play sports. Well, my friends now are playing overseas, making their millions of dollars. And I'm here like, well, if I had just put in that time to do it. No, no, no tech. Like if you had just put in the time as a guitarist every single day, you would be a rock star. I didn't love basketball putting that type of time in every day yeah sure you can do it but are you happy doing that i am happy now editing putting 12 hours in every single day watching myself get better Mm -hmm. well i couldn't say that about other things that i've done in my life that i've been good at so zelda writing a script it's not filming the movie it's pen paper writing creativity Like, how badly do you want those words to be on a page? If you can write words every single day in a yearly journal, but you can't write the words on a script just for one movie. Like, why? You wake up every day, you eat breakfast because you're hungry. Honestly, when I'm in my editing, like, go, 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 I'll get up okay yeah i'm kind of hungry i should eat breakfast and then like oh shoot okay i need to change that sequence in the mm-hmm. in the thing okay i'm gonna start my computer up yeah check my emails okay now i start editing okay flipping that thing around ah damn it like i need to change the coloring on that add the music in add the sound 5 p.m comes around 7 p.m wow i'm starving
0: mm-hmm.
1: i need to go eat something i fudge, i don't want to leave my computer because I'm just going right now. Okay, skip the dishes. Pay that extra 20 bucks. Get the meal delivered to me. I'm not leaving this desk because I'm in such a flow. Tech, do you want to come to work tomorrow? Hell no, I want to go to work tomorrow. Look what I'm doing. Look at the progress I'm getting now to something that I want to see come to fruition in the future. Oh, Tech, we have this job opportunity for you. Um, It's a two-week contract. You can stand in the mall and hand out flyers. Ah. It's like, I need the money, but the money in that paycheck is not, it's only going to propel me for that next bill payment. It's not going to take me seriously forward for this next concept project idea that could be years. So you know what? Yeah. Tech suck it up for the next year. Yeah. You're going to be struggling a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Do your little jobs here or there, wherever do your freelancing stuff that pays you whatever to feed you and gets you by, but it's that sacrifice. You're getting by with the lifestyle you're living now because you are putting that work into yourself now. It's not like you're not working because you want to, you know, just scratch your butt while you're at home. You're investing in yourself. You know what? Investing in myself means that I cannot go to work because I'm investing in myself. Sorry, like that's, that's my time. It's in myself right now. It's not for you. It's not for my credit card payment. It's into myself.
0: Mm -hmm. So I think a a lot of the people who are listening, not right away because I'm still trying to build listenership, but I think over time a lot of people are going to take what I said as my project, and they're going to probably think about what's their version of that. Sure. And I think each person is going to have a different way of getting to the resolution the way I'm thinking of getting to the resolution is to remind myself how worried I was when I didn't get something done. And you know that Spider-Man movie, Enter the Spider-Verse? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that story's not far off from what I had in mind. So over time, I might be running out of chances to meet the best possible version of this objective, which is to beat everybody to it and to leave no doubt that this is the right one.
1: And then your only satisfactory sentence at the end of that is going to be, oh, look at that movie, everybody. That was an idea that I had. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's go eat, drink a beer over it. But last time I checked, that's in theaters and you're watching it. Exactly. So it's like, my uncle does that all the time. Tech, you see this new thing that this automotive manufacturer made? You know that I thought about that 20 years ago? Okay. And you didn't do it. Well, I didn't have the money to do it at the time, but Okay. What other excuse do you want? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, I have some project ideas too. Yeah, it's going to take some capital. Okay, at least go in the yellow pages or call whoever. Do what you got to do to find an investor to do something. Easier said than done, kids, because I'm not out here calling investors either. But the point is I'm not sitting there just letting that idea waffle in my head and then being like, okay, well, I thought about it, so I'm going to go to work now.
0: I wasn't sure what to call this episode uh, going in with the previous major interview with, uh, with Sean. I knew what it was going to be before I sat down with them. Uh, Over the course of this discussion, I've decided the title for this episode should be quit your job and get to work.
1: Yeah, literally. Mm -hmm. That's that's
0: I'm surprised how much, I I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean, I have a clock here and everything, but we have hit 59 minutes. Uh, I don't want to keep these things more than hour 10. Sure. So I've got one more question for you. Yeah. And then I'll let you go. But this has been great. I'm always worried that I'm not going to be able to fill the time. And then it ends up being the opposite problem, which is we don't have enough time to uh, to get it. So Sure. Um that was after a quick I've, hour, though. Yeah, after I've cycled through some other people, had some other. I'm trying not to. Right now, the ratio of episodes about date rape and not date rape is a little <laughs> skewed, so I'm just trying to improve that as much as I can.
1: Very but insightful, I tell you.
0: You are looking out and you are seeing society operating as closely to your vision as it possibly can. And feel free to exaggerate if you need to. Sure how do you see society holding itself together so that everyone can do their seven year script?
1: There's a level like, so what I think of is, okay, typical mom, two kids at home, husband. Okay. Oh my gosh, baby. I can't wait to retire so that we can open up our own burger store. Just a burger shop, sell burgers, basic in the cottage country. Oh, we have to wait for the kids to do this. We have to wait for this. Like you don't really have to wait for anything. You cannot show up to work tomorrow. you'll still be breathing. Literally pack your bags, literally drive north, buy a little shack. start selling burgers. Oh, well, the list of excuses starts. Oh, well, the kids or our expenses. You, my dad yo, dad always said, "Tech, if you start to make more money, your expenses will go up. It's just how it goes. You'll start to buy more things, you'll start to want more things, you'll start to add more things because you can afford it. The key is make all the money, keep your expenses super, super low. Well, oh my gosh, how are we supposed to pay for all these things? Well, if you don't have anything really, like, what are you really going to be paying for? Oh, we're going to sacrifice our big four-bedroom home in the city with our kids and the the happiness that we live of working every single day just to have that but one people house. are
0: still paying their bills to get by no so does that not count as a sacrifice or is that just survival
1: people are still paying their bills to get by
0: you're doing it i'm doing it
1: yeah but when i look at my bills it's like hmm do i need that no 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 i have that uh, no really do i need a car to get around sure but no like i can buckle it all the way down what am i really what bill am i paying for that actually has to be there I don't know, because you can wake up tomorrow, look out the window, what, you go buy some groceries, cool, okay, electrical water, okay, basics, anybody can work any McDonald's job anywhere, you can start your own, I have a broom, I'm going to go to your driveway and sweep up the leaves and whatever, You you can get by, so it's like, whatever sacrifice, To pay off your expenses that you so-called need? No, you do not. Literally, if you want to start your own business doing anything, you can literally do it tomorrow. But these people in the world think that they have all of these commitments. And it's like, no, you're not a crazy drug dealer cartel guy who if you don't send the bricks across the border, you will be shot. it's not like that like we just we just live here the worst that's going to happen is you'll get evicted if you okay fine if you don't have family members to go to or you need to go find another place to live trust go out in the country there are cheap places find a local job like it's not hard to just go after and do what you want to do it's because you're so implanted in your routine now that starting a new routine is hard to do well how do i start this new idea when I have all these commitments that I, I, I have, like, just stop them and try something new. Granted, it took me many years to be like, wow, I'm literally turning down work to sit in my room and edit a video that even I watch and say, this is crap. What the hell am I doing? No, because... I had a vision in my head of what this would turn out to be and what could come of it next after I do that action step. And then that means the potential for that is that action step. That potential is valuable to me versus scratch that. I need to go fulfill doing this LCBO sampling or go do this background acting thing where you are a nobody. So that's how I balance it out now. Did I always do that? No. I used to value getting jobs and oh look at me I'm flying across the country doing all these different jobs that I had to grow into this because of my hate towards Wow, I just got fired from 5 jobs back to back to back because why? Because I would voice my concern or say guys, you can't treat us like this or no actually manager, you're you're actually wrong. Well let's discuss this together. Fired, 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 fired. And I'm
0: like, what? You guys really, wow. Like... I experienced that too. It was, it was a matter of making them, I was, I was going to outperform them if I stayed. All right, so let me try this. So, so my last question is, do you think the majority of people in society can do this? Or do you think that This is an idea that is not meant for everybody and that there will eventually be a mass of people who cannot adopt uh, this mentality. And if so, what's the ratio of how many people who can do this versus they can't do this? Okay,
1: so we're going to break it down real slow. So first question, are there people who can adopt this mentality? Correct?
0: Okay, yeah. We'll start there. Yes,
1: you can adopt any mentality period. Just a matter of putting in the work to do it. Because somehow, as a baby, you were born butt naked, you didn't know nothing. You got into the mentality you are now. So can you adopt a new one? Yes. What was the next one?
0: Do you think there's enough room in society for everyone to adopt it, or even the majority to adopt it? Or is there a stopping point where Only so many people will be able to have this mentality without... It's a hard question to ask. It's got my brain going.
1: But I think... So when you were saying it, it's like, can everyone adopt this mentality? Well, sure. Will that happen? Well, no, because people are comfortable. Yeah, you have free will. Well, free will to do the extreme and free will to be very comfortable in your big comfy couch. So yes, in the city of Toronto, I see these... Uh, Entrepreneurship type businesses Popping up left, right and center But okay, yeah, they're popping up everywhere That doesn't mean 30, 40, 50 people Who work there are all entrepreneurs It's the one guy who made it And his two, three people team The rest of them are employees So you still need All those worker bees To take that, you know Honey, like to take the freaking Queen bee to be something So is there enough space for everyone to be like this?
0: I mean. My guess would be no. I think it it's dependent on a strong labor force. But it's not, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's a way to then improve the the livelihood of the labor force. It makes it better for the bees. And anybody can be a bee. Anybody can be a worker bee. We can all stop all our ambitions and get right back into it. Um, yeah, money. But I think we can agree that there is enough of an opening that if anyone is willing to take that next step, then it's it's there for them.
1: Yeah, I think everyone has a breaking point at the end of the day. Oh my gosh, I want to become a painter. Oh shoot, TD Towers, they're hiring, uh, they want to hire you for $200,000 a year. Yeesh. Yeah, painting's going to have to wait because like, money talks. Like, come on. But. Are you willing to sacrifice to try to build your own business? I mean, you could have your own business and you still make the same money as doing a normal job. So what's worth it? At what point do you say, screw the job that someone's handing me? I need to put in work to do my own job that's the same? Yeesh. That that doesn't sound good to me. I may as well take the job that they're giving you. But I don't know. There's some type of freedom in my mind when I go home. Okay, that was a good day. I'm going to bed and I'm waking up to do my dream. There's freedom in that.
0: Perfect way to end it. Thank you. This was um, the best version of this that I could have asked for. So you have my my sincere gratitude for taking the time and uh, challenging me on my views. I would hate to have... I wouldn't want to do an episode of this show if I wasn't being challenged in some way. And that was part of the point of it for me. Sure. So for that, I thank you as well. Uh, I'm going to uh, ask you for uh, links and all the stuff so that people can check you out afterwards. Sure. Um, give us your Instagram.
1: Yeah. Uh, DJ Techie Tech in the Cut. <laughs> you know, uh, at uh, DJ T-E-Q-Y, T-E-Q. My name's Tech Tequilin's my full name. You know, mixed kid from the suburbs. Just out here trying to build my own life.
0: All right, guys. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, stick around for the housekeeping afterwards. We'll, I will check in on you and give you the uh, the rundown of what's going on next and how to get in touch and all that good stuff, but I'm not going to do that now because that takes up uh, text time, and text time is reasonably valuable, I'd say. There you go. Above average. I mean, one day it will be more valuable, right? But for now, do what you got to do. Thanks for sticking around to the housekeeping. So, those takeaways. When it comes to money, I think for a lot of people, there is a misconception about where motivation comes from. Somebody can live in a five-story mansion and still not feel like they have enough and they need to get out there and they need to do something else. Conversely, there could be somebody who lives in a trailer park and is, well, below the poverty line and has every reason to be motivated and yet they don't lift a finger. So I don't think it's just money. I think it comes from within. And I can't tell you what's going to motivate you, but I am going to tell you what's going to motivate me. So I'm making a declaration. I'm going to finish my script within three months without having to quit any of my jobs. I wouldn't say this if I didn't think I can do it. But the problem is, if I'm not afraid of something, I'm not going to get it done. I don't think this is the best way to be motivated, and I hope you can find a better way. I hope I can find a better way, but for now, this is what I'm going to have to do to get results. I need to know that once this thing goes live, I have a way to hold myself accountable. My other key takeaway is, do I want to stop making money? No. And the reason why I don't want to stop making money is because of Field of Greens. It's a vegetable mix. They're not sponsoring me, but they do sponsor other podcasts, including one that I listen to on a regular basis. And I wanted to give them some money because I wanted to support the show. I thought they had a great idea. And I've tried the product and I actually do endorse it even though they're not paying me. Money does one thing for you. It helps you live a better life. And maybe being healthier, being happier, being wiser, being stronger, all the things that can come with the aid of money, maybe that's what you need to be in a better state to motivate yourself. And so when the time comes, quit your job and get to work.